Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And this is episode number 76, issue 200. Well. We've 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 made it from uh, issue one thirty eight to two hundred. In addition, we've talked about Wolverine miniseries, yep. Kitty Pride and Wolverine, uh, a couple of X Men films, some uh, TV show TV shoe TV shoes TV shoes TV shows. I think that we have one or two things to be proud of. We do. We should be proud. Yeah, I yeah. hope that we are. I'm proud. <laughs> I am quietly proud as well. Uh, I was looking at Jason Powell last night, and the last issue that Claremont wrote for the Uncanny X-Men, I'm pretty sure it was like a 276, okay. something like that. Um, I'm going to be wrong about this uh, numerically, but like we're kind of halfway through the Claremont yeah, run. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Uh, well, actually, uh, we're we're more than halfway through if we if we start counting at ninety four issue ninety four. That's not where we started, but uh, in terms of episode count, if we were to just get one thirty eight through the rest of Claremont, we're, we're about halfway there, which means I like our chances to through them all. Yeah, yeah to uh, to do them all, and that will resolve any doubt that I might have had about. The point at which this becomes too ridiculous to continue. <laughs> I think that uh, you know, once we're done reading Claremont Uncanny X-Men, because there's other Claremont out there. Yeah. Uh, there's other X-Men out there. But I think once we're past Claremont Uncanny X-Men with whatever kind of side uh, side quests we yeah. have, at that point, I would need to ask myself yeah, what it is could, that I'm We could at that do. point call this a complete body of work. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's... That, that's Precisely what I'm saying. A yep. complete body of work. <laughs> okay. So uh, the body of work today is a pretty meaningful one. It is. And, it's a biggie. Yeah. So um, we're going to do the lightning recap. Okay. Yeah. Because I, uh, while I'm, I'm taking two classes in, in grad you school. Are, you're this your semester. Yep. I don't know about that, but um, working my ankle off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lower in the body. Uh so, uh, sparing like the twenty minutes that it takes to write something clever uh, is is a luxury that I don't have. It only so takes in, you twenty minutes. It takes me like an hour to write a recap. I want people to believe that it takes me twenty minutes. And I, <laughs> it takes me at least an hour. Moreover, I want myself to believe that it takes twenty <laughs> minutes, so that when I'm down there and I'm like, it's like minute twenty five, I can spend a lot of time thinking how stupid I am <laughs> that I can't write it any quicker. This is one of the reasons why I I really just hate writing, despite because, having written a book. Well, yeah, I know. I a do. large book. Yeah, it's a big book. Yeah, yeah. But but um, every time that I write something, they're like, oh, "God damn it!" Somebody who could actually write would have been done by now. <laughs> and yeah, I look. I get it that if I could just, among other things, yeah, the other reason why I hate writing is because of, I don't want anybody else to read it, which you know kind of begs the question of what it is that I'm doing, which is what I'm saying. I don't. Which enjoy is writing. why you don't write it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the idea of writing loads more than the actual act of doing. That's silly because you're a good writer. Yeah, I like the idea of writing. I yeah. like the idea of having written something clever and somebody saying, hey, that's clever. Yeah. But uh, the, the process to get there, I'd, I'd rather pass a kidney stone. Huh. Yeah, Something you've never actually done, so you don't really know. I'll take that chance. I don't know. I've seen people in the hospital with kidney stones. They look pretty pretty sweaty. 
I would rather be in a hospital sweating and in pain than having to ride something. Oh, I don't know. Let's not. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to knock. I, on I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to knock either. on plywood. Yeah, knock. Yeah, knock on uh, pressed. Uh, particle, glue particle and board, sawdust, yeah. uh, some like like sub IKEA brand uh, uh, shoe caddy. Yeah. We have. We're, we're gonna get back. We're gonna get back to the X Men in a minute. I'm gonna let us finish. <laughs> Where did we even get these shoe caddies? We stole them. Go on. I don't recall having stolen them. Yeah, they were like left in the in the um in the closet of Was the house from New York. We rented. No, they were no. in the closet. I think. Like, I think they had been left by the people that evacuated the house that we rented here in the city that we live in. And then when we moved, somehow they wait, got wait, wait. moved with us. People evacuated? Well, like when, when those people moved out or whatever. So the house that we rented before this house, the prior occupants had left these behind. I guess so, yeah. That's not stealing. That, yeah. That's kind of I don't of know. Fair. We probably should have left them behind, too, but it didn't even occur to me. It's kind of fair I game. Know, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know that they belong to the landlord. Yeah, the movers came. The landlord and... would, would not have the... Temerity to fess up to owning these. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably should have. Speci- yeah, I didn't specifically tell the movers not to take them. Although I certainly didn't specifically tell the movers to take them. I had just forgotten that they even exist yeah, and then existed, like and then they showed you had up a, like here. Like a don't ask, yeah. don't tell on the uh, on the mm. movers. Thing. No, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about them. And when I okay. when we moved in here, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they were here. I was like, huh, yeah, I guess those we probably should have left them at the other house. But I, yeah, I thought that we had inherited them from our house in New York. No. I thought they left them in the attic there. Or something the guy that, that was the landlord never, you know, texted me, and he could have, yeah. and said, "Hey, we're so it's really it's really his fault." Shoe things, yeah. but he wouldn't have. Because... No, he's a nice guy. Well, he's a nice guy, and also these these shoe things. I mean, for all that we've been using them, low these many years, they can't cost more than five dollars. <laughs> no, yeah, they're like the low end thing. Like from, Target would not carry Target. this. No, stuff they're probably from instead. Target. Yeah, okay, they're probably from Target. Okay, like I'm looking Take at that, a spot Target. right there where there was a nail, like nailed or like a, a screw screwed in that like took off one whole layer of the pressed particle board, so yep. I can see the particle board and the nail. Yep, uh, they're by making the nail probably relatively obsolete when it comes to that nail is not holding, doing anything really yeah, it, 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 it's it's almost a um clever visual metaphor yeah. of what we're doing here yeah yep <laughs> you can see the particle board of this podcast yep uh right. lightning lightning recap uh double size issue a buck and a quarter for this thing Actually, it just says double size issue. I thought it said the trial of Magneto, but uh, we we know that it's the trial of Magneto. Yeah, he appears in the thing. He Three. does appear. You always call it the thing. The I I can't. The uh, corner box might be what they call that, but um, sounds dirty. Corner box. <laughs> I mean, by that logic, shoe box. Oh, that sounds even, sounds, that sounds even dirty. dirtier. It doesn't sound dirty it at doesn't. all. You're right. Pizza box. <laughs> Actually, that sounds dirty. Okay. <laughs> Wizard sleeve. <laughs> okay. Uh, extra cheese. Uh, the Trial of Magneto. Um, if you read last issue, we know that Magneto has surrendered himself to the uh, group of folks known as Freedom Force. Yes. The ironic 
what's the double negative of false flag um, operation that's aligned with the no, U.S. government no yeah. to uh, round up mutants, although they themselves are mutants. The enemy of my enemy is my enemy squared. So Magneto is on trial. Uh, if you hadn't read that one, then Claremont is going to give you a lot of background and exposition. Yep. Um, kind of deftly handled yeah, by, yeah, I, I thought say, it was, yeah. in this one uh, via an NPR reporter. Who's a real person, apparently. Uh, I believe it. Wait, Bob Edwards. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky's own Bob Edwards yeah. uh, also makes a, a cameo huh. in this issue. Yeah, apparently, I don't know where I saw this, but apparently the guy was a real, maybe that was in the Powell thing. The guy was a real person and a, real, a real NPR reporter and apparently a friend of uh, Chris Claremont. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Anyway, carry on. I will carry on. Yeah, so we have, um, and oh gosh, I've got to have his name, Neil Conan. Yeah. Okay. Neil Conan uh, gives us the backstory about why it is that he's there the trial not taking place in The Hague. It is instead taking place in Paris because uh, I guess most comics readers, and I'll confess even me, former European Europe resident, yeah. uh, knows a lot more of the landmarks of, of Paris, Paris than right? I do yeah. of Den Haag. How can, we, how can we cram the Eiffel Tower in here? Yeah, Right. right. Yeah. All that you can do is, if it's taking place in The Hague, like, uh, there's a dike. <laughs> That's dirty. <It's> the... <laughs> I'm sorry. So... <laughs> we're we're in we're in, we're in Netherlands. Uh, I'm there with with all of our hasher degenerate hasher friends for a hash event. Uh, the hash house harriers. Google it. Yeah. Carefully. Good people. Good people. So we're there in. Um, we're all in Amsterdam, but then we go away from Amsterdam somewhere. So we're on a train to get there. And one of the women that were there with uh, speaks Dutch and also there with an English guy who doesn't speak Dutch. Right. And uh, so what's the next step? Amsterdam Sloterdijk. And he looks at he's like, Sloterdijk? <laughs> it, does, it does kind of sound like that. That's, that's not the sort of thing that you know I'm expecting at a train station. Yeah. I need to murder someone things for their are, own... Uh, things, things are about to get weird. You know, for here. their own proclivities. No, not, That's not, uh, really their own business. Certainly not in Amsterdam. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they're not in, they're not in Nether the Netherlands. They're in Paris. They're in the Paris. And we have uh, James Jaspers, who is an uptight Englishman for the prosecution. For the defense, we have chain-smoking Gabrielle Haller. Haller? Haller? Haller. I don't know. Holler. Uh, holler, holler is yeah. holler is a geographic feature in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, where um, Loretta Lynn was born, born on a hill in Butcher Holler, uh, and the, the human expert expert in human genetic mutation, Charles Xavier. He's an expert in genetic mutation. Totally not a mutant himself. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, I'm just sitting here. Exactly, exactly. Organizing uh, papers. I'm, 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 I'm an expert in uh, you know transgender studies, but uh, trust me, I don't. Uh, <laughs> like from, uh, I, 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 like somebody who you know protests too much, uh, uh, kind of a thing. Um, that was the only one that I could think of off the top of my head. And I should have opted not to or thought more carefully. <laughs> this is why I read them in, in advance and why I can never get it done in less than 20 minutes. Because that idea will or, occur to me. And I'm like, uh, this isn't funny. It's borderline offensive. Maybe you or, know, don't do it. Or actually more or actually, than 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, on a boat. This is not all that quick, actually. I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not zipping through this. Uh, meanwhile, on a boat... Scant I'll stop interrupting you. Okay. Scantily... I won't interrupt anymore. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, on a boat in the Mediterranean, a couple of scanty, scantily clad waspy people are guzzling champagne <laughs> and uh, very gleefully happy about the trial of Magneto because they want to exact some sort of revenge. Uh, also, it's a good thing that they moved the trial to... Actually, it's not a good thing that they moved the trial uh, to Paris, but um, just outside of Paris, the X-Men and the New Mutants suddenly appear from a related issue that we need to go check out. Right. Yeah. This one, this confused me because because Aurora was back and she was like, yeah. nowhere remotely back at the end of the last one. That's and correct. Yeah. That, she didn't... Yeah. Life, death. She's in Africa. Yeah. Uh, doing you know, celebrating the circle of life and feeling as though she's the missing link between um, right mutants and um, humans. Yes. And now here she is. One day I will trouble myself to find out uh, how how she got here. Uh, I might do that today. Actually. Yeah. That sounds like fun. And that's also meant to be a goodie. The um, New Mutants uh, special edition. Uh, the New Mutants go to Asgard, and so we have Claremont writing uh, uh, Loki. Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah, they've mentioned. It does Loki. sound like a blast. All right. I was about to say, it's a good thing they moved into Paris because that's where they wind up. But of course, they wind up there because uh, Loki Sends brought them, them back there. to Professor X. And there's that charming note from uh, the editorial note. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Asante. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who will shoot Chris if he ever pulls a stupid scheduling stunt as this again. And she really means it. And then, bang. <laughs> so. She's not fucking around. Oh no! I thought it was like like like. I mean, it, you could read that that way. Yeah, that's that's a fair read. But the, the way that I read it is Claremont's like, hey, you know what? I am going to do this again. <laughs> yeah, uh, damn the torpedoes, as it were. Okay, uh, Poland. A few days later, with a mighty skark, fluam, butta butta butta, and irg. There were There's a lot of good, good onomatopoeia in this. Good, one. good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah skark. I like that. Uh, there's an attack on a military base in Poland, Poland, contributing to the global protests and demonstrations about Magneto. And it's signed, Free Magneto, signed The X-Men. Love The X-Men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The X-Men. <laughs> Hugs and kisses, The yeah. X-Men. Uh, yep. Professor X is watching from his spacious suite in Paris. He's sick. Uh, does not tell Cyclops why. Cyclops knows something is up. Cyclops is suspicious of Magneto. Yeah. Etc. Yep. Yep. He's he's skeptical, and we get prosecutors opening arguments. Uh, then another attack on a military base, and then we get uh, defense opening to say we don't think that Magneto should be tried for any crimes that happened before he was, he was transformed artificially into regressed a, artificially into a, regressed into a child. <laughs> and in this universe, that's one where the judge will say, "I'll allow yeah. it." <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So the X Men try to figure out where the next attack will and take it's place. It's stupidly not like it's not the stupidest thing that's ever happened. I oh mean, no, not by a long shot. Like the thing happening was stupid, but the judge taking that as a point in time yeah. like that's not the stupidest thing that's ever happened in the comics universe. yeah exactly you know it makes yeah. perfect sense yeah yeah it's it's a fine thing uh protests in the courts and the x-men are trying to stop the next attack uh this is what i was worried about with the other uh, live recaps uh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm skipping through there's, uh, a, there's a fight scene there's another thing yeah then all of a sudden we're in the court and 
the two uh, Mediterranean boat champagne guzzlers show up? Or is there a lot of stuff that happens? There is actually a, a couple of more things that happened before okay. that. We get an interlude with Madeline Pryor, who mm, is in mm-hmm, Westchester. Mm-hmm. That that that. That whole thing was sad. Kind of didn't too much. Yeah, Madeline is there all by herself. She's quite pregnant. Pregnant, She sees Corsair and Lilandra. Uh, They stop in long to say, hey, Madeline, where's Professor X? Okay, we'll be seeing you. Bye. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for that. Apparently, they don't get uh, CNN on uh, the Star Jammer. Yeah. CNN, which existed at this time. Yeah. She uh, seems to go into labor. Yep. She's sad that Scott hasn't called her. Dick. Everybody else calls her. Dick. Not impressive. Not impressive. Yep. They, also, not, also not like super in keeping with the character. We, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Unless you want to... Uh, no, I mean, it's it, not in keeping with the character in terms of his, like, their... In keeping with Marvel's plans for the character. Yes, in keeping with Marvel's plans for the character, yeah. but not in keeping with how their, like, a relationship has developed and all that and... You know, that was, like, seemed unnecessarily dickish to, like, have yeah. him, you know, like, why couldn't he have just been calling? You know, like, hey, right. Scott called, you know, <laughs> right. last I, week and whatever. So, it, I mean, it does serve what what's going to happen with the character in that, spoilers, Yeah, <laughs> he and Madeline are going to break up so he can get back with his main squeeze, Jean Grey, who is uh, being revived uh, yes. uh, even now as we speak. Um so Claremont maybe being a good soldier here and trying to support a case for Cyclops jumping to a different uh, title, um, but not serving the character well because this doesn't seem like something that Scott would do. No, no. It's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty dickish. Yeah. And I, I think back on the issues where he and Madeline were first together and it's like, okay, yeah, uh, this seems like it's working. Uh, Scott is kind of finally settling down. He's over. Right, he's right. He's moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing when they were on the seaplane and they uh, they fight the squid monster. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't seal a relationship. I, I, uh, that's when we really that yeah, bonded. I, we <laughs> when we fought did. that vampire yeah, the, together. Was it the, okay, the, the vampire squid <laughs> yeah. that we fought, which was... Uh, I didn't even, it was like me turning down a job offer from Goldman Sachs, but that's, uh, they didn't get wealthy by offering jobs to people like me. <laughs> I've never been offered a job by Goldman Sachs. Uh, yeah, please don't although, uh, Make me an offer, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, go we ahead. talk about I'm, it, yeah. You know, I'm uh, you know, a decent actuary, decent statistician. I can program like a son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll work like a good, you know, 25, 30 hours a week. Yeah. Uh, really, <laughs> that's what you're looking for. Uh, okay, back to the issue. Right. Uh, there's a little bit of back and forth on the Star Jammer. Meanwhile, in Paris, we return to kind of the main crux of the narrative. Uh, uh, Rachel Rachel finds out where the next attack is going to come from. Uh, things heat up in the courtroom, but that's difficult to summarize. Yeah. The battle is a diversion. The battle on the scene is a, a diversion, diversion right. from the real attack, where finally we get to what you're saying. After whatever. Colossus yeah. gets tossed through the rose window at the Cathedral of Notre Dame, really awesome bit of coloring there on the uh, on page thirty. Uh, yep. The rose window looks looks pretty pretty hip. Nice nice kaleidoscopic uh, thing there. Uh, it is at this point that we get to see and get ready for a dum dum dum. We get to see Fenris. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, Fenris. That might not have been a very enthusiastic dun, dun. I think I think that given the villains, it's kind of warranted. Huh. Fenris is not a, a group that I don't... I'm pretty sure we've, we're not meant to have heard of them ever. 
And I think that, um, don't they even do that? But they're like the people that shot Aurora. They're meant to be. Oh my God, yeah. The people that shot Aurora in Africa. That I is... did not catch that either. I didn't I catch read that. that no, somewhere. no. Okay. Well, uh, do do we ever connect those dots? No. More specifically. No, I don't think so. Okay. At some point, though, I they, mean, they, they I thought say... they were just blonde people, but yeah. It's, it's like there's a thought bubble where, like, like Magneto. What are they talking about? Who do they mean? Like, I think nobody knows who Fenris is. Who they are, right? But then they so, eventually figured out who they are. But I don't no, know. No, I get it. it but, but like, like at, at the very beginning, it it, it is. Um, it can be read as unintentionally a little bit amusing. Like, we're Fenris and we're here to get our revenge. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna need I'm just, more. Yeah. I'm scrolling back through the mind video. You have no that. idea, yeah. like how many. Look, man, <laughs> when you're Magneto, yeah. when you're Professor X, you piss off a lot of people. A lot people. of people, right? There's only one of me, but like right. hundreds and hundreds of you people. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, but we do eventually find out who Fenris is. Yep, they're the children of Baron von Strucker. Is it von Strucker? No. Von Strucker. Uh, Baron von Amsterdam. Von Strucker. You're probably right. Because it's to do with the word struck. Okay. Rachel remembers because she was struck. She was struck and then she was like, no, it's the name. Struck, struck. Da-da-da-da-da. Baron von Strucker. Got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who Magneto... Wolfgang von Strucker. Yeah. Who Magneto uh, defeated or... Wolfgang von Strucker is a mean motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And Magneto... Oh, of course. That explains everything. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) So they have to be touching to have their power. Xavier breaks them apart. Somehow they flood the thing. Right. They wash up in some park. Uh, Xavier is pretty sure that he's dying. Yeah. He's... Oh, wait, wait, before that, though, oh, before... Okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, go ahead. Because th- th- this is relevant. Before we get to Xavier dying in the park, the judge in the trial... <laughs> Bish slaps the <laughs> yeah, prosecutor. Really, <laughs> slap. Backhands yeah, him. Yeah, too much. Backhands him and like objection sustained. <laughs> now we're in the park. Yeah, we're in the park. Uh, Xavier thinks he's dying. He he extract extracts a promise from yeah. Magneto that he will will take over the school. Magneto's not sure that he's up to the job. Although why wouldn't he be? And, why wouldn't he be? Because he's evil. Well, but he's not really evil. Eh, eh, more on that. Yeah. Wait, more he's on that. Not like more on that next. He's not like I just want to fuck shit up. Just, you know, he's got no, like a. He's not anarchic. Yeah. Uh, he is, as the D and D people say, lawful evil. Yeah, he's lawful evil. Yeah. Um, and so. Then just when we think that Xavier is definitely going to go and they're having this sort of meaningful conversation, you can tell that Charles' voice is weak because his his word bubbles are, are like broken up. Yeah, like they're, they're dashed yeah. lines. Yeah. Um, Lilandra and Corsair show up. They take him back to their to their ship to heal yeah. him. Uh, and Magneto is there kind of, uh, you know, well, wrestling, yeah. wrestling with himself like, yeah. okay, well, I made this promise and I have to try to try to uphold it. Yep. The end. The end, yeah. Okay. And there we have it. So, we um, have it. yeah, uh, what did you think? I like this one. It was, you know, sometimes I, I often find that the double issues have, like, a little bit more 
that, like they it's they couldn't quite pull it to two. You know, right. it was like they had an issue yeah, and yeah. a half of fair. So yeah, but this one wasn't wasn't that bad. I thought it was. I thought the stuff in the courtroom was was really cool. I thought pretty much everything that Magneto you know had to say. Like I, I really like his character. I think that character is really yes. interesting. So I'm always happy when he's when he's there, and I'm curious about his sort of internal struggle and and mm-hmm. and you know. I, I love the part where he said, and he mentions this in the Powell book too, that it was like, well, first I wanted to just like, um, you know, get get what I wanted by way of just like conquering you all, right. but there's so fucking many of you, <laughs> you yeah. know, so now I have to have, like, that yeah. wasn't going to work. You right. know, I hadn't accounted for how many of you there were, was, mm-hmm. were, whatever. Um, you know, so now I'm, I'm going to, you know, do something else, whatever. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good issue. I, I I loved it. This yeah. was the first time that I've ever read this issue. Oh, really? I, I knew that Magneto was going to do a heel turn, but I'd never actually read this issue. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that I've done is that I've I've held off from reading some of the some of the gaps, most of the gaps um, yeah. in, in my reading because I want to kind of read it uh, at the same time mm-hmm. as you. So I'd known that Magneto because, was going to be in charge yeah. of the school and that Xavier was going to fuck off. Right. Uh, but I hadn't read this issue and, and, and kind of got to the bottom of, of how that all took place. Uh, delighted with this. I thought it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, it's a cool issue. Uh, this is so <laughs> much like professional wrestling, comics, heroes and villains will do like a heel turn or a face turn. I think I might have said heel turn a moment ago. This is a face turn for, for Magneto. Yes, he becomes a face. Yeah, uh, exactly. This is uh, among the more credible, uh, deftly handled face turns that you're going to run into right in comics very often what happens is like it's a one-off like for one issue uh dr doom is going to be working with the fantastic four and throughout that one issue is like i can't believe that i'm actually agreeing with victor von doom yeah and you get like a lot of that and then at the very end like okay now that i've gotten what i wanted uh, piss off again. yeah i'm still evil right evil. But, yeah but this and and it's always uh, kind of circumstantial this as a pretty long in the making evolution of the character is is pretty awesome, and, yeah. and Powell does a lot of that. But even absent that, I do remember at the time, uh, like I, I, I kind of checked out of comics and I checked back in. This is so this happened while I was checked out. When I checked back in, Magneto is a good guy, right? And I remember thinking at the time, yeah, I could totally see that, yeah, yeah, you know, without having read this issue, yeah. Uh, because of a lot of the work that had gone in, especially the issue like 160 uh, mm-hmm. thereabouts, mm-hmm. uh, where they're, they're in Israel or they're in Africa, right. it's like okay, Magneto is a little more complex than he right. was. Right? Yeah, I was going to say he seems like he seemed like a complexly written enough yeah. bad guy that you know you could easily see how yeah. he would evolve into something different. Right. Uh, yeah. Very uh, very similar to like the Killmonger character in Black Panther, the, the film uh, Black yeah. Panther. Where, like, like, yes, he's a villain, but... Eh, yeah, I mean, you kind of see how he got points. there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, we're not going to get Killmonger again in, in the MCU because, you know, he died at the end of right. uh, Black Panther. And I think the MCU is not going to resurrect people. That's real problematic. In the comics... Right, it's hard to Killmonger's coming people. back right, right, right. <laughs> in, like, nine months. But but anyway, but if if Michael B. Jordan... Not Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan happily is still with us. You know, God rest you, Chadwick Boseman. But yep. Killmonger, the character, is, is gone. If he were not dead at the end of that and and he became the, right a good guy, it would seem totally credible. Totally credible, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So this is great. I dug it. 
yeah, it was a cool issue. I enjoyed reading it as always. I think I said, if I, uh, you're going to make like a super cut of me saying that uh, I wish I'd read it earlier so that I'd had more time to think about it. Cause oh, okay. I think I say well, that every single week. <laughs> um, Fair. And, you know, yeah. you know, read them early if you can. Uh, I kind of like having it a bit fresh. The, the, True. So, I mean, I read this yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I like to read them early and then like reread them read as, I, as yeah. I write the recap. But that's... That is the smart way to do it. That was an easier thing to do when I wasn't like working in another place full time. Yeah. You know, somehow this during the week, it's a little, a little hard to do that. But anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see... I like Magneto, uh, yeah. you know, not just because he's Jewish. Um, <laughs> On that point... Yeah. they're not explicit about it. He was in Auschwitz. I think at some point they say that he's Roma and a different author. Really? I I want to say, yeah, I have read that somewhere and I don't know why that would be because, um, I mean, I mean, in the movies, certainly in the movie that we saw that opens at, at Auschwitz, he's seems to be, well, I don't know. Maybe not. It, that's the first thing you're going to assume. Right. It's like yep. uh, like the old thing. Like if you hear if you hear the sound of hooves galloping, you're not going to assume it's a zebra. <laughs> right. You're going to assume that it's a horse. Right. Uh, and I, I I don't want to diminish the fact that there were other victims of the of course, Holocaust, yeah. but uh, because there were yeah. among them the Roma, I mean, they right. were like yep. you know, number two yep. <laughs> probably on yep. uh, on that. But um, in the film when he's when he's there at Auschwitz, you're going to assume that he's Jewish because mm. I think. Um, there may be something that suggests mm, that. Something additionally that suggests that. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't need to step no, over no, that. No, no, So I'm glad to have him. Uh, Charles Xavier was never my favorite yeah. character. And uh, every time that he's been not there, I've been pretty happy about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm given to understand that he will now not be there for quite a while. A while, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm cool with that. And I'm excited to see how like the all of your roles kind of play out yeah. uh, with Magneto in charge. And I also kind of want to figure out how Aurora came back and what she does now that she doesn't have any powers. Well, she's going to be around without, you know, she's going to be around and unpowered for quite some time. Yep. Uh, so I picked the series back up right around the time of the, uh, the mutant massacre, which is, I think like somewhere in the two tens, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and she's back there and she's, she's depowered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, spoilers: She eventually gets her powers back. She eventually marries Black Panther. By the way, ooh, it's exciting. Uh, it is exciting. That happened. Uh, that I don't know when that happened, but um, that was they were both present in the Civil War comic series that, right. I, that I read okay. recently, and it was, it was pretty pretty interesting because it's like like I'm the queen of Wakanda. Oh, <laughs> and uh, oh, I like that. That's a... Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it makes me happy. All right. So we like Magneto, and, and you're keen to see what happens next, as keen am I. Keen to see I. what happens next, uh, yeah. Oh, so you want to know, uh, uh, when you said you want to see how Aurora got back, you mean uh, what's going to happen to her now going forward? Well, I, I actually might, if I think of it, yeah. I might go back and reread whatever the one before where they oh, were 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I'm, want to do that. Yeah. Um, th- there are... You don't need to have read the New Mutants, but Magneto was was back in a number of issues of the New Mutants mm-hmm. uh, that that predate this one, yep. which is where he met Lee Forrester, and like they had a kind of a thing. Mm. So Lee Forrester, nice. she 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 loves mutants. <laughs> you know? like she's it's like, what's the next word you're gonna say? I, well, you know, yeah. just that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, <laughs> Happily, we as a disgusting, terrible, evil people have not yet come up with some slang term to talk about someone who has a mutant fetish. 
Like there's no like yellow fever equivalent God. for people who are in the mutants. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. So no, I liked yeah, it, I and uh, and I enjoyed reading it, and I'm looking forward to the next one. All right. What else uh, do we have to say? If any, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. Um, if I were a smarter person, and or I had done a little bit more homework, uh, there is a, a little bit of uh, kind of kind of rhyme or resonance between issue 200 and issue 100. Okay. Based largely on the cover, um, one hundred the cover is Charles Xavier uh, saying to the old X Men and the new X Men back when we would say old and new X Men, right, right. they're like meant to fight each other. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. So that's not actually how it how it goes down. And uh, some of them are like clones or robots or some shit. Um, but he's the the the, col- the cover looks similar. Oh, I'll go back and look at it. J or J does something that, that, that compositionally looks looks kind of the same, and I, and I gotta believe that that was deliberate. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it is again Claremont saying, "Out with the old." Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, Magneto. It, it's not even like a, dis, a disposition of the Silver Age because Magneto is a Silver Age Character, villain, but yep. he is saying that uh, we're once again, you know, changing uh, everything. Well, not everything. You know, changing one There's very, some very significant change coming. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, in the book, all of the Marvels, uh, he uses the phrase: "The comics are meant to provide the illusion of change." Of change. <laughs> Yeah, they can't change that much. I mean, there's... yeah, Right, right, right because there's these operatic things. But at the time, I think Claremont thought, well, yeah. Yeah, this a big change. Yeah. We've we, we touched New on regime, his reaction yeah. to Jean Grey coming back. Like, I thought that was permanent. Right. Yeah, and there, yes. Making everything impermanent is, for us, like, it, it gives too many options. Like, it... it yeah, yeah, I agree. And it... And it, it, it leads to the possibility of like cheap and easy plot lines because right. you don't have to think through okay now what do we do with you know scott now that gene gray is dead or you know whatever i don't know yeah 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 um i agree with you and that is one of my frustrations reading the the modern you know the, the, the you know the current uh issues it's something that i need to get over because like it's just you're just gonna have to deal with it right the upside to it, this is how I'm, I'm trying to help reconcile myself to it. The, the upside is there are writers and artists who grew up on this who want to take their shot at it. Sure. So it's a bit like James Bond. You know, James Bond, I mean, like, forget it. There's no fucking continuity in there. Right. The, the, most, the, 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 the Daniel Craig ones had some continuity yeah. w- within themselves. But over the course of the series, no fucking way. Right. Instead, though, what we get is we get a different James Bond every time. And if you can just ignore the fact that, like, this is not the same guy. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we get a different. So it's like, OK, so. Yeah, it's it's, it's annoying that for commercial reasons, right. <laughs> largely brushing gray back, we get somebody else's take on the X-Men. Sure. OK. Okay. But it still makes me feel because I, you know, because they're real characters to me. So it makes yes. me feel really, really sad Agreed. for Matt. Like, and that's going to feel sad for me forever. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully agree. Yeah. Uh, it, w- w- me framing it like that is 
you know, I called it the silver lining right. uh, there. Like that, that's the positive way that I have to view it uh, in order to, because otherwise just, I shouldn't bother reading it. Right. Because it's sad. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got about 10 minutes. What else do we want to talk about? Um, we're talking about Boba Fett, which we're continuing to watch. Did we, we have not talked about the most recent two episodes, diminishing returns now. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, so I didn't love the first two. I thought I was that, we talked about yeah. that already. Um, but yeah, I find it like pretty, pretty, pretty boring. It needs to offer more than some cool visuals, yep. which, which carried it for the first two episodes for me. And what it cannot do is what was almost amusing as like the slowest chase scene. Oh, that's like that OJ Simpson speed. <laughs> the speed bikes, yeah. Chase. Like, and I'm chasing watching the guy from like, Veep, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I watched it, I was like, what? Yeah, we're <laughs> like, going so slow. This isn't thrilling. <laughs> as a as a layperson, I mean, I, I, I don't know anything legitimate about the craft of making a film. Yeah. I can distinguish between like director styles. I get it that there's things there. I think to a lot of people, it might not be clear. Like, well, what does an editor do? What does a director of cinematography do? What does a director yeah, do? No idea. You know, why do you start about things until you see something like that, and you're watching that and like, huh? huh. <laughs> if someone else had done this, this might have been gripping. Yeah, like, no. like Mission Impossible. <laughs> it was not. No, it was just so it slow. Was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, yeah, the whole, I mean, that, and that's kind of in keeping with the whole thing. There's, like, Boba Fett, who I don't give a rat's ass about. I don't care about yeah. him. I don't like the character. There's nothing interesting or sympathetic about him. You need and more. he just has this, like, sort of, like, uh, weighty manner of, of, of saying everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, his, his, his hench lady. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the, the weird speed bump that you yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> So you don't person. want to call her a lady, hench woman? No, I wanted to call her a lady. I was just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and and like, I like her and I like the actress, but I also find that she doesn't have like a a wide range of acting in all the different things I've seen her. I mean, she's yeah, better yeah, at yeah. than you know than I am, but like, she mostly just kind of does like angry or yeah. sort of uh, sardonic. <laughs> You, know. you you got me there. Yeah. I, I, I really like Ming-Na. Yeah. It's possible that I need to revisit that. Yeah. I don't, know. I, so, don't be, like, like she's effective in the roles that, that is, I see but her she, in. Yeah. But but I think you're right. Yeah. There there's not there's not like a there's not a, a ton of depth. Yeah. There. She's very good in that sort of Type, as that type of character yeah. and like the story like i don't know when when we first started watching i kept asking you like what was happening you know and like i guess they're sort of t- filling it in with the flashbacks but like yeah. i don't care he he's the the gangster in charge of that fucking town the huts are the gangsters the mayor i don't give a shit they're like all equivalently criminals and and i'm not right. interested in in the story there's not much in the way of stakes yeah yeah and i fall asleep every time yeah. we start watching it right well okay that's <laughs> there's just like a lot of him very seriously walking around the desert well that's a little unfair <laughs> i'm gonna you, you're spot on with your your read on mingna's uh uh, uh, uh yeah. talents but um i i i'll say that that it, it I'm 100% with you in terms of 
my growing indifference yeah. to what happens to the characters. Oh gosh, I, I really hope that Boba gets this criminal empire. Yeah. <laughs> because if he doesn't, then then who gives a then shit? Then who gives a shit, really? right? Yeah. 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 So Boba Fett is not not turning out to be something that I care about. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that we have to talk about is the Olympics. Biathlon, Biathlon. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biathlon. I, I, I accidentally watched Not the Olympics yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Brian accidentally watched like the uh, the yeah. Biathlon World Cup or something. <laughs> it was still gripping. Yeah. So <laughs> we so we have like Peacock. Yeah, we, we're, Peacock, we're spending, spending $10 yeah. pushing the boat out. Peacock Premium, which, fuck you, Peacock, has commercials. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, even though it's not supposed to. The other one that I love is... When it's cl- if you're watching like like their actual primetime coverage, it's clear that like we'll be back we'll shortly. Be back shortly, like, everybody else is getting a commercial, but, but it's like like fuck you. We said no commercials. You thought you were going to get extra content in that time? <laughs> no. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so in addition to the live action stuff that you can watch, you yeah. can watch the replays. You can Which also makes watch because they're like 13 hours right. ahead of us. You can crazy. also watch like the some of the stuff actually without commercials, but also without commentary, which yeah. for something like ice skating is actually kind of fun. But for some of the other things is yeah. a little, a little boring. Right. Um, and you can watch like the, ro- there's like also like movies, but there's also this like road to the Olympics, which shows like <laughs> other competitions that these the people have been in, which is how Brian ended up watching yeah, the 2018 biathlon world cup. It was 2022. <laughs> some sort of fucking qualifying <laughs> events. I was I was on the edge yeah. of my seat. That. So, yeah. so winter sports are fun to watch. Important to note that uh, you know the Olympics are, are, are interesting. They have an interesting position, both in terms of sports and also geopolitically. Mm-hmm. Geopolitically, I don't even want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in terms of like their position in sports, I think particularly in the United States, they are sports for people that don't ordinarily like to watch sports, which is uh, me most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I like watching the Olympics, and I don't That's watch great. any other sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, and I can't. Maybe the reason why is two, re- three reasons why I don't watch a lot of other sports. Actually, four. Wow. So um, <laughs> one, I don't want to pay for cable. Yeah. To watch, like I, I would watch UK basketball if if I could. Right. But I don't watch cable. Uh, two. Speaking of UK basketball. It's hard to be a fan because uh, the way that athletes are treated is really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and football is college football is even worse because they're just like physically breaking those those young yep. men. Uh, okay. Uh, I've already forgot the fourth one, <laughs> which is probably do. Uh, I, I, like I think maybe along with that, like the like NFL, like the racism. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't like the. Cel- oh, I know what. Yeah, it was. yeah sorry, God. No, yeah. since I don't like like the celebrity nature of professional sports and even yeah. sort of college sports to some like what what I think is less cool, different than the racism. No, like, I know. I okay, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. A um, different point. Yeah. You know what I like about the Olympics is like these these are people that no one's ever fucking heard of, right? And. I mean, within, like, outside of yeah. people some that of are really into out. luge. <laughs> yeah, some yeah, of them break yeah. out. Bruce Jenner um, and Caitlyn yeah, Jenner now. Yeah, but, yeah. some of them break out, but but most of them are people that have, like, they're not, like, professional athletes where yeah. that's all they do. They're probably, that's cool. they're, you know, in America, certainly, yeah, they're, they're people that have other jobs that have to find time to train and find money. And there's, like, there's something. You want to talk about the curlers. 
Right. The curlers I don't want to talk about the curlers. No, the people who are curling, they clearly have other jobs. Yeah, they must have other jobs. <laughs> they own a because, bowling yeah. alley. <laughs> and I go curling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think that most of those athletes from yeah. most of the countries now oh, yeah, yeah. probably have other jobs that, oh, yeah. you know, that like this is a thing that they do because they love the sport. And yep. like that's that's cool to me, unlike Agreed. the sort of celebrity uh, yeah. royalty of professional football, which is really not that interesting right. to me. Okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally with you there. Uh, additionally, uh, my, my reasons three and four for why I don't watch a lot of red sports, uh, the fucking ads, fucking yeah, commercials yes. drive me nuts. And that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't watch, I would watch the Olympics less yeah. by watching on a broadcast. Being able to like watch the replays, Sans commercials is awesome. Yeah. Like that's great. I can just like pick and choose yeah. and it's terrific. That uh, I'm... Honestly, I feel like I'm getting my ten bucks worth yeah, oh yeah. out of that, uh, and I would do that again yep. if they would do that with like other sports. I could watch this shit without any commercials. Yeah, I might, I might pony up for something mm-hmm. like college, college hoops. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah. All right. So reason number four. There's this insider thing to it that bugs me like like if you want to watch the coverage like you got to know every fucking player it seems mm-hmm. like whenever i turn on nfl and like the pregame coverage it's it's just like i can't understand a fucking word 20 odd years ago when i was like when i was in college and 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 me and other people would watch nfl like every sunday just about like i was kind of i was kind of up on Don't things but now yeah. it's like i don't know who the fuck you people are talking about i don't know what you're talking about yeah. so it's not super welcoming to casual fans, right. I think. Okay. And that feels different than it used to. Huh. Uh, it, it feels like, especially with the rise of stuff like fantasy football and things, that there's just so much dwelling and minutia. Inside, 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 inside football stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like when I was a kid, I mean, when I was a kid, it wasn't actually, it was pretty, pretty sucky then, too. But I feel like there was a little bit more space for a casual fan to just like pick up. Hey, I'm going to watch a game and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, like the Olympics, as you say, who are these people? We don't know. We like, but like, I'm, I'm already picking sides, and I don't feel as though I am watching like the last 15 minutes of a show yeah. that, you know, yeah. So that's. Yeah. that's I mean, wrong. they're like they do the figure skating commentators i found really annoying the first night that oh, we could be, yeah. watched them but with the luge commentators when we were watching like i actually found them to be helpful and you know they I'm... had a lot of you know considering that you have to yeah. talk the whole time you have 30 <laughs> yeah. people repeating the same track yeah. um you know and and people are either kind of uh at the beginning of their career or at the end of their career and you know yeah. whatever but, but like i think I actually think they did a really good job of being informative oh, about yeah. both the athlete and the track, and, you know, whatever the sport. Yeah, I, 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 I might be it. a luge fan. Yeah, no, we're which is to say that once every couple of years I'll watch the luge, <laughs> the Olympics. Yeah. That's the other nice thing about yeah. about the Olympics. This is not like I don't need to commit this much of my life yeah, to yeah. the thing. But um, the luge yeah. is cool because it's like oh, so cool. I like the so I like the figure Can't skating and I like the 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 slope style and the snowboarding and all that. But like the things that are judged by points are a little bit harder for me to watch because yeah, yeah. I've no I mean I can okay they're figure skating I would appreciate a little, they fall little down like I can see that that's bad you know yeah. I can even maybe have a feeling of like they feel they, it feels really alive like they feel really sure, yeah. you know whatever but like the the ski jumping with the tricks like 
all looks kind of the same <laughs> to me. Agree, yeah. um, but like the luge, that's like you've got the timer racing against the clock. It's like it's very exciting, and there's yeah. no conversation you can lose by yeah. two hundredths or two thousandths of, of a, a second. second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That's clear. All right, so the Olympics, yeah, man, yeah, uh, check it. it out, watch it. Uh, hey, we know that China has massive human rights abuses. We get it. I don't like it any more than anybody else does. Let's say forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. That sounds really <laughs> racist. Um, okay, I'm not sure. I have no, I have no moral defense for this, uh, but I'm still going to watch the Olympics yeah. because, well, I, here's my moral defense for this: the athletes that are there, they had no say in this. Right. Yeah, they're, they had they're no say in where it's going to happen. Yeah. and I'm watching it because I like watching them. Yeah. Yes. That's it. All right. Thank See you, you next for listening. Week. Yep. Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa. 